Alan Kring Productions, in association with Emergent Light Studio, presents the Illinois State Collegiate Compendium, Academic Lectures in Business and Economics. This is Business Finance, FIL 240 for Autumn Semester 2022. Today, preliminary review for the final exam and a quiz, the last quiz of the semester, and this will get you some prep. I've also uploaded some more practice problems for you in ReguNet's resources tab. That should give you something to study. I, <clears throat> I wouldn't vary from those kinds of example questions on the final. They'd have the same wording, the same setup, and everything like that. So that can help you a little bit there as well, uh, just so you know what's going to come at you. Uh, where am I? Uh, I mean, a quick look at the markets today. And again, this is a review because I will give you a stock screen on the final exam and ask you to answer some questions about it. And okay, as we can see, it was definitely a bear market today. This was, this turned nasty. I started, it started teetering downward and it looked like it was going to try to recover, as you can see there in the early morning. And then it just turned south and it just kept going down. Now, always, as I have said over and over again, know the difference between an index and an exchange. If you see a number after one of these things, that's an index, like S&P 500. That's 500 big stocks, stocks of very large companies. The Dow 30, that's 30 of the largest companies in the world. But the NASDAQ, there's no number. That means that that is an actual exchange. The NASDAQ is a virtual exchange, whereas the NYSC and the Amex, no numbers after them, so they're exchanges. Those are physical platforms, physical exchanges. And of course, over here, you can see the FTSC 100. That is an index. It's 100 big companies on the London Exchange. Similarly, the Nikkei 225, that is 225. That is a 225 stock index portfolio of stocks on the uh, uh, Tokyo Exchange. So make sure that you know that kind of terminology. Probably going to ask you about that. Now, <clears throat> as we can see, again, we had a bear market. And you see that crude oil is still on its downward leg. Now, I've heard some traders say that the new band is from about 75 to 82. 82 to 89 is history now. We'll see about that, but it does seem to be staying right there in that nice, somewhat tighter band down there uh, for now. And of course, that ultimately will lead to lower gas prices. Interestingly, I've noticed that the price of diesel is still pretty darn steep. And that eventually they'll have to get some of those some of that oil to make diesel which might crimp the supply of gasoline down the road a little bit but that's down the road gold and silver were down the metals were down so investors were getting out of stocks the equities they were certainly uh, bailing out of metals and so the only place they might be going would be over here to bonds but as we see the bond price, uh, the bond yields. If that's green, that's yields going up, which is exactly the same as saying prices were going down. So there, 
in other words, investors were getting out of stocks, they were getting out of bonds, and they were getting out of metals. So that would, the only place they could be going, most likely, is they're running into, they're putting their money in back into cash, and taking that wait and see kind of uh, position about it. But it's uh, it's kind of a the market seems to be awfully jittery right now. There was a report that came out um, uh, it, 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 this morning, I think it was, that there this very exotic thing, which is very popular, even if it's kind of difficult to explain in a class like this, it's called um, uh, FX swaps. And there's apparently, we now ha see $80 trillion in this kind of exposure. And there's all kinds of worry that, my God, that's risk, that's a really bad risk exposure for $80 trillion. So that might have been what spooked the markets, but who knows. Anyway, as you can see, look at this. The FTS, the bonds were, bond yields up, prices down. And now we got London, well, Tokyo finished on a little bit of a positive note. At the end, there was a rally before the bell, if you can see that there. And the FTSE was in positive territory, but as you can see, by the time trading was ending, London was on its way into bear territory. And then come over here to the United States, and the bears had gotten a lot of uh, extra energy, and they were pushing it down pretty hard over here. Now let me take you to a stock screen, and we're just gonna look here for a minute at a stock screen. Make sure you know how to read it. One last time. Let me do Pfizer. Okay, Pfizer, as you can see, it was down for the day, but important to note, okay, I'd say, okay, you buy a round lot of Pfizer. Now, that means 100 shares. I'm not going to tell you 100 shares on the final this time. I am expecting you to know that a round lot is 100 shares. And if you were to buy 100 shares, it would cost you, without, not counting commissions and all that, $5,078. Now, if you were to, you would, you would, you would be down $5,078 if you bought one round lot of Pfizer. If you sold a round lot of Pfizer, you would be up $5,049. So remember the bid-ask spread. The ask is what you are going to pay to buy. The bid is what you are going to get if you sell. So make sure you understand that. Now, as far as the 52-week range, you notice that right now, Pfizer is kind of sitting right in the middle of its 52-week range. It's ranged from about 41 and a half up to 61 and three quarters. Right now, it's sitting at 50 and three quarters. So, yeah, it's kind of sitting in the middle there. But you do notice that the on-balance volume today was weak. It was uh, not a strong day. So you need to be able to look at the volume for the day and the average volume over the past 52 weeks to be able to assess, was it a strong day of trading or was it a weak day of trading or was it about an average day of trading? I would ask you that. Now, the market cap is the price per share times the number of shares outstanding. 
So if I took $50.73 times the number of shares of common Pfizer stock outstanding, it would come out to be about $284.8 billion. One more time, you take the price per share times the number of shares outstanding. That is the market cap. It is the market's valuation of the ownership of the company, the total ownership. So in this case, I'd take $50.73 times the number of shares of Pfizer common stock outstanding, and I would get about $284.8 billion. As we can see, Pfizer, by the beta measure, it is a uh, pussycat. It's uh, quite safe at 0.65. Remember that 1.00 is the fulcrum between risky and not risky securities. This one's sitting on the not risky side, and it's down there pretty far. So this is a relatively safe investment, a conservative investment, a defensive investment. The P.E. ratio is confirming that. Anything below about 30 is actually saying, well, that's a pretty uh, safe stock. As a matter of fact, that's low enough that there might be some room for price appreciation there. Price to earnings, could go, the price could go up and it'd still be relatively consistent with the beta. Now, I look here at the EPS, 5.22. In other words, this is a profitable company. It earned $5.22 per share. That would mean if you took the total net income of Pfizer and divided it by the number of shares outstanding, you'd get $5.22. That's a very strong showing. I mean, most companies would kill to have one like that. Pfizer pays a dividend. It pays $1.60. Now that means that $1.60 divided by the current price, 50.73, is the dividend yield, 3.14%. Okay? So in other words, if you threw $50.73 at Pfizer, it'd be sort of like, it's not really like, but it'd be sort of like putting it into a savings account where you got a 3.14% return on it. Now here's what, write this down, make sure that you can do this. Yahoo is uh, estimating that exactly one year from now, the price of the stock will be $54.78. Okay, so if I were to do on a calculator, I could take $54.78 and divide it by $50.73 minus one, that would be my expected capital gain for an annual holding. Seven, uh, in other words, well, times 100. So in other words, on the stock price appreciation, according to Yahoo, you'll make 7.98%. Now, if you add that to the dividend yield, 3.14%, you get the total annual expected return, 11.12%. So the capital gain yield plus the dividend yield gives you the total yield. 
And in this case, that's not actually, that's not shabby for a stock with a low beta like that. That's pretty decent. But of course, that's Yahoo saying this is what's going to happen. So, I mean, the $1.60 dividend, the company usually doesn't want to break its dividend, but it doesn't have to pay that either if things got really sour. I doubt seriously if Pfizer would do that. But that stock price, well, who knows what it's going to be in a year. Yahoo estimates it's 54.78, so you're going to get some, you're going to make some money off Pfizer. Is it just me or does the water in this place taste terrible? Oh, what do they do? Get the water out of Ass Lake? Oh, God, that's awful. But anyway, so there's a little bit of review for you on one of the uh, features that will be part of the final. A stock screen, well, I'll ask some general, a few general questions about stock and bond markets and all that, and then I'll give you a stock screen, just some quick uh, points for you. And look for those all over our final exam. I put enough level one easy questions for you to get a C, maybe even a B minus. Go through and clear those out. They should take you a minimal amount of time. Yeah. You want to see another one? I can do another one, too. Okay, let me uh, pull up. Uh, no, I'm not going to do Tesla. Um, what's something that I haven't done? Oh, well, uh, mRNA, just to stick with the theme of vac uh, vaccine companies. Okay, watch. Now, the Yahoo is saying that in exactly one year, a one-year holding period, I would make, I would be able to sell the stock for $209.47. Now, if I bought it today, I would pay $175.93. So it's the end over the beginning, minus one. Whoa, okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's rather impressive. Now, I times that by 100 to get a percent. So they're saying that the capital gain yield on Moderna is going to be 19.06%, which kind of makes sense. Look how risky. I mean, it's kind of weird, this one. The beta is saying, yeah, this is risky, so you should, ex you should expect a higher return, right? But interestingly, Moderna doesn't pay a dividend, so there is no plus the percentage from the dividend yield. So you're riding all on capital gain on Moderna. So that one, the total uh, return, holding period return of one year would be 19.06%. I'm going to do one more. See if I can find, um, I'll probably be sorry I did this, General Motors. Yeah, okay. Good. We can do this one. Now, good grief, look at that. Yeehaw, or Yahoo is saying, in one year, you would ha be able to sell the GM share for $48.82, buying it today, divided by 
and 79 cents. Again, end divided by beginning and then minus one. Holy cow, a return of 25.86% times 100. And then you get a 0.9% dividend, so plus 0 0.9, 26.76%. Yeah, that's a, that's a heavy. I mean, if GM does that, that's a, that's a hell of, uh, of course, you know, it is risky. It is, has a bait of 1.31. But that, look at that price-earnings ratio. It's really low. It disagrees with the beta. And that's probably why they're saying that this thing is the price to earnings. Price is going to go up to get it closer to the match of the beta. So, you know, it's a casino. It's an educated casino, but you're still throwing money at things that are uncertain. So there you are. Did that help? Just know how to do that, and you've, you've nailed a question on the exam. Okay, now, speaking of exams, you have a quiz that should be open. It's 25 minutes. Now, here's the secret. The quiz will be open for you to do a second time this evening. It'll close at 11.55, but you can do a second attempt, high score counts, for this quiz. Unless you don't want to. I can, yeah, I can change it if you want. But anyway, climb on that quiz right now. Let me write the um, password on the board. And then once you're finished, that's all I have for you until Wednesday. I thank you.